Who else hates the bitter taste of apple cider vinegar? Show of fins? I have never been a fan, but with a long list of health benefits, it is hard to deny that a little ACV could do us all some good. Goalie Nutrition has very kindly reached out to me and offered a solution to my ACV woes. They have created the world's first tasty apple cider vinegar gummy. These delicious gummies contain all of the nutritional slash health benefits of traditional ACV without the horrendous taste. Because let's be honest. Ugh. They have a lovely sweet green apple flavor without any of that awful vinegar aftertaste. They are absolutely delicious and have become a staple of my morning routine. And so Goalie has kindly provided me with a 5% off affiliate code for my fishes to use. The code is Van Mermaid. That's V-A-N-M-E-R-M-A-I-D. And it may be redeemed over at Goalie.com. Or feel free to use the direct link in the show notes down below. Hello, my fishes. Courtney Mermaid here, and welcome back to another episode of the Scales and Tails podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about which mermaid monofin is the best for use with the mermaid tail skin. So, I feel like this episode is fraught with possibilities here because there are so many different mermaid monofins out there on the market, some of which are made by mermaid tail making companies specifically. Many of them are made for use actually, you know, in this, the freediving sport or in the sort of athletic performance swimming field that aren't necessarily designed with mermaiding in mind. And then there's some companies who have chosen to uh, kind of step into the mermaid field and also provide um, a mermaid monofin solution that has that mermaidy vibe. I think we all know which fit I'm talking about here. <laughs> Now, I'm going to get my uh, personal kind of biases and everything out of the way first so that you guys know that I'm giving it to you absolutely straight and that um, you know exactly where I stand. So so for me personally, the Finis Luna has been my mermaid monofin of choice for years and years now. When it when it first came in, like they they buzzed me. They were like, "Hey, we're downstairs. We've got a delivery for you." I'm like, "Hey, okay." Run downstairs, grab the package, open her up, and just about died. Like first off, it's in my colors, so again, the bias is real. But um, when I put that on, and the first time in the water, and realizing that all of my issues and everything had gone away. Not necessarily gone away entirely because some of my issues are permanent, but <laughs> but I deal with a lot of foot cramping and a lot of leg pain and a lot of these things. And the Luna makes it possible for me to swim with with comfort and ease. It's wonderful. It's one it's one of my favorite mermaid tools. And um, when I put that in a tailskin, first off, I had seen I had seen somebody's video. Uh, somebody was doing a review of the Finis Luna, and uh, they were like, "Oh no, it's going to be too flexible. Like this is not going to hold the shape for, you know, uh, for a tailskin." And I was like, "Well, I I don't think so. I'm going to give it a go, anyways." And I ended up giving it a go. And my second um, printed tailskin ever was made for the Finis Luna. And it turned out the <laughs> the tailskin itself, like you guys are hearing this on the Monday, Tuesday's video, like tomorrow's video, depending if you're seeing this the day of, or you're listening to this the day of, excuse me, is going to show off this, in fact, this exact tailskin. So there you go. It's in my tail collections video if you're seeing this in the future and you want to check it out. But the tailskin itself turned out kind of, yeah, I finished it in such a rush because I was so excited 
once I got my feet in the water with the Luna by itself, I was like, oh no, this is amazing. Like, I don't, oh my God, you know? So my freak out was pretty real. So up until then, I had tried several different options for monofins. You know, I started off with flippers, which work well enough in a mermaid tail skin, but you do deal with the flippers moving around um, within your tail skin unless you actually like glue them down, which is what I what I did in my previous tail. So I had a couple of different options where I'd sewn them in or I'd glued them in. And, um, you know, if you're going to sew them in, always remember you do need a lot more reinforcement than you think you will. You can't just put like a dart at the bottom of each flipper and expect the fabric to just kind of stay there because that's not a thing. I promise you that's not a thing. Your flippers will move around, okay, a lot. So that's definitely something to be aware of. Um, more reinforcement than you think you need. So I tried that one. I also had tried the Rapid at that point. I had tried um, one of the Swedish uh, monofins that's kind of the equivalent of the competitor, the Finis the Competitor monofin by Finis, and that ended up being a massive disaster. I think I swam in that tail twice or once at a pool and once at the beach, and that was it. I, I couldn't, the pain in my feet was just way too much. And I knew it just wasn't going to be a good long-term solution, so I was like, nope, we're done. We're done with this one. Um, I've also tried, uh, after I got the Mahina, or excuse me, after I got the Luna, I got the Mahina, is what I was trying to say. And I've also tried the Mertaylor monofins, and uh, again, more flippers. I also tried, not the Hydra, it's, it's one of the Hydra family, it's the, what is it called now? The Minnows. The Minnows is another great one. So the things to remember when you're choosing your monofin is, first of all, you need to have a monofin that's going to be really comfortable for you. Okay, so when you're wearing it by itself, it has to be comfortable for you. So whatever that's going to be, some monofins are just inherently not <laughs> comfortable. Like the Mahina, I feel like a lot of us, even those people who swear by the Mahina, will tell you that the Mahina is not the most comfortable monofin on the market, but it does give you the neum factor, as Faith would say. So you you can wear it with socks to, to help alleviate some of the discomfort, but personally that didn't do enough for me, and I'm just, I it's just not for me, you know? Oh, the Linden was another one I had also tried. I also quite like the Linden. Um, okay, so the, the firmer the blade, the faster you go. Uh, the firmer the blade, the more control and the more um, you need to be accurate with your movements. I feel like that's, that's a double-sided coin there because it's very true that if you're swimming in a silicone fin, you also have to be very accurate with your movements. With the silicone fin, it's more about patience, I find. Um, and accuracy, definitely. Um, the stiffer blades, it's more like you need to build up your strength to get the right kind of propulsion and power is the, is the real thing. Because if you've ever seen me swim in a, a stiffer blade with a, with a, a tail skin, so for example, my splash tail, uh, utilizes the linden fin, which is a plastic, um, I think it's got plastic and rubber plastic and silicone tips. And, um, that, that fin, typically people go quite fast in that, uh, monofin. I go quite slow. It causes me... Now, the fin by itself is great. I like the fin by itself. The fin in a tail skin is a little bit harder for me to handle. Now, this is not going to be everybody's experience. This is largely my experience for my lack of muscle definition in my legs and some of the pain issues that I have in my feet. So, you know, <laughs> that's just something that I deal with. I don't know a lot of other people who've actually had that complaint. In fact, a lot of people have said to me that they really love the Linden uh, mermaid fin in a tail skin. I get a lot of clients who uh, request that uh, monofin specifically for their tail skin. So it is an awesome uh, combination. Just be aware if you're somebody like me who has uh, some, some nerve damage and some foot problems um, to test it out first. Maybe make yourself a very simple tail skin before you decide to invest a lot of money in either creating your own 
or purchasing one, a pre-made one from somebody else or a custom one, it's always good to experiment and, and really test the waters first. So the Mahina in a tailskin, um, for me personally, I've never tried it. I've tried it with leggings. It doesn't really, that's not, you know, quite enough. I know that uh, Nerd Made Faith loves that uh, combination. I think it's probably her favorite combination. Faith, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, you know, I know that a lot of people prefer it for its size. Personally, for me, the shape isn't a shape that I like. I don't, I don't care much for the shape. And that's, you know, to each their own, right? That's the whole point of, of making your own mermaid tail or purchasing a custom tail is to figure out um, what your style and what your vibe is going to be. It's not going to be the same as everybody else's because we are all unique little snowflakes, okay? It's very important. you got to find what's going to work for you, you know? So I had a client once who came to me and was like, hey, um, this is my foot size and I would really like a tail and none of the monofins that you offer are this. And now I don't do this particularly often. It's a very special, this was a very special circumstance for a very, very awesome client. Um, and they were like, hey, um, I'll split the cost. Or did I say that? I can't remember who said it. One of us offered to split the cost of the minnows so that we could get it into the collection and therefore make a tailskin for it. And um, again, that's not something I, I do like all the time. So please don't <laughs> come to me now and be like, oh, Courtney, I'll buy you this monofin if you make me a tailskin for it. I love you all so much. Um, but it was really cool because you really can make a tailskin for any monofin. It really is possible. This is not like a unique, you know, concept. We've been doing this all the time, right? Like making tailskins for, I've made them for flippers, right? Like anything is really possible. The idea of this sort of streamline tailskin over top of, um, you know, whatever your engine's going to be that's been around for a while now. So, you know, you can get creative and there's so many different fins on the market. There's so many different fins on the market. And yes, there is some controversy around a few different monofins and making your own tailskins for them and things. I don't feel like that's necessarily something we need to go into today because, you know, I just, I have opinions and I've done research and I've read a lot of things and I just, it's too much to go into in one podcast episode. And I almost feel like it needs to be a video instead of a podcast episode, but that's neither here nor there. You can let me know if you are interested in my opinion on things, but there you go. But your first step needs to be what's going to be the most comfortable for you. The aesthetics aside, and you know, if you're, if you've been around, you know, my podcast or my channel for a while, you know that comfort is the first and foremost most important thing. I deal with a lot of anxiety. I deal with a lot of health stuff. Stuff. It's amazing. Um, and so for me, the mermaid experience is not supposed to add to my stress load. It is supposed to remove from my stress load and make me feel more, well, human? Mermaid? Something? <laughs> Pick a direction, Courtney. I don't know. But it's supposed to make my life feel better, not worse. So if I were to be like, oh, but the, the Mahina for me, I, I got to do it because it's the biggest and everybody thinks I should have this and everybody thinks I should be doing it this way and blah, blah, blah. You know, I could go and do that for everybody else. That's fine. But I'm the one wearing it. So do you see, you, I hope you see where I'm going with this one, right? So that's the reason that I use the Finis Luna and, you know, people, oh, but it's so small and it, you know, it makes you look like too tall or it's not big enough for your body type or whatever. It's like, you know what? I love that fin. Okay. I love it. I also may have solved that problem. I have yet to actually be swimming in my new tail. 
So again, if you're if you're listening to this the day of, on Monday, uh, Tuesday's video is going to be it's going to be Tuesday the twenty second of February. <laughs> um, in case you're hearing this in the future, is my tail collection video, and you guys are going to get a pretty epic uh, sneak peek of the tail in motion as well. So I put it on and and show you guys a little bit of behind the scenes footage of what the the big fluke looks like. So. That being said, there's a lot of different ways to make your your monofins work for you. You don't have to worry, you know, a lot of a lot of monofins are powerful enough to support extra fringe, and a lot of people will say, "Oh, no, no. Well, it's going to be too much drag." I get clients who say this to me all the time. "Oh, it's going to be, you know, 3 inches of of whatever at the end is going to be too much." I'm like, "No, it's not. I promise. I promise if I can do it, I promise you, it's not it's not too much." It's um it's more about if you're going to do a lot of fringe, it's more about making sure that you either have adequate drainage or you have um, extra stitching to keep the pieces of fabric together so that they don't like suck in all of the, the bubbles and create just a big air pocket. So there's like little things and definitely some experimentation that I'm doing on these uh, this new generation of tails that I'm coming out with. So, but yeah, your aesthetics, you know, how you look is important. Um, but it is not the most important. If it is to you, that's totally fine. If you're somebody who's able to put aside discomfort and pain in these things, it's going to mean that we're both going at this from different angles while, you know, where I'm choosing to go at this from like an, I need an escape and I need to not be in pain. That's really good. Um, and if you're doing this more for the appearance of it, again, everybody's motives are going to be different and that's totally okay. That's 100% the beautiful part of this whole industry, of this whole experience, is that there are so many different options available to you now um, that really the sky's the limit. The sky is absolutely the limit. Now, if you're going to look for a much floppier alternative to um, the stiffer blades, I would say that the Luna, though it is, it does have a significant amount of flop. It is not, not by far the floppiest um, monofin on the market. I would say any of the Mertailer monofins, any of the Fantasy fins, I would say that those are absolutely the floppiest uh, fins on the market today, especially the the earlier um, the earlier ones. So the Fantasy fin, the first one. Uh, the second one, I've been swimming in it. I didn't feel like it was, it has a, a nice, nice propulsion, nice flop. I didn't feel like it was as floppy as the first one. The, the Fantasy fin, the third one, three Fantasy fin, the FF3. I feel like <laughs> I'm talking about a ship here or something, right? Um, I feel like that one also has a bit bit more flop than I personally like. It looks it looks cool. I know it is definitely one of the popular ones that he has come out with. Um, same with the four. The four, I was a little sad to see how much flop it had. I was a little bit hoping that we'd be going for it. Now, um, having done my research, I know why it has that amount of flop, but uh, it's, it's, I think I'm pretty sure, I'm like 90% sure that that is an intentional decision that was made. But that being said, um, you know, it's a little bit more flop than I'd like for something in that kind of whale shape. I think there's there's better alternatives for a whale-shaped monofin out there, including the minnows, has a cool little whale um, shape at the end there. And I do believe that Mermaid Cat actually has a monofin um, that is by the same company. I believe it's by the same company. Does anybody know? Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Um, that has that same, that has that sort of like whale tail, mermaid tail shape vibe, which I which I quite like. So that's pretty good. 
Now, the thing with making a tail skin, if you've not made a tail skin <laughs> for one of the Murtailer fins before, I know this is a very uh, heavily debated uh, topic as to whether or not this is actually okay and all of these things. Again, I feel like that is a topic for another podcast episode. It may not even be something that I really want to go into. Um, so with a grain of salt, everything that I say to you now, it's difficult. It's really difficult to do. To For the Fantasy 1, I've made one tail for the Fantasy 1 and one for the Fantasy 3. I've not done work for the Fantasy 2 because honestly that would make me insane with all the little extra bitties and the little extra bobs. Like, no thank you. I'm good. I'm happy. <laughs> I'm living my life. It's fine. But working with uh, something so floppy is quite challenging and does take a huge degree of patience. You ask Mermaid Kim when I was having the most elephantine of, of freakouts. <laughs> okay. I was in the kitchen and I, I like... Because we were doing something totally unique on her tail, we were doing um, fringe and a zipper, which is not something that I had done previously. It's either, I've always either done a zipper or fringe. It's never been both. So I called her, I'm like in tears because I'm just, the, <laughs> the fin just moves around so much and I need to pin it down. The way that I do the fringe is that you stick the monofin or a tracing of the monofin up into it and then you you baste around it so that you get the exact spot that it needs to be the exact spot that needs to be is so so crucial okay um but this thing and the monofins that he makes are really really thick like they're so thick what is this why so thick so yeah the struggle is definitely um is definitely real it's doable like if you haven't seen the tail that i created from mermaid kim i have yet to actually finish at something maybe i'll do that for next although that's two tail videos side by side. Maybe I'll have to, I'll have to do it the following week. We'll see. I have yet to do the full, like, show and tell of her tail. It's appeared in a couple of my other Siren videos, um, you know, showing off the dorsal and a few, a few of the details, design elements and things. Um, but the tail itself, I haven't actually done the full. So if you have questions about that tail and you would like me to answer them in the video, you just be sure to hit me up on social media at Vancouver Mermaid over on Instagram. I always love to hear from you guys. You guys have been messaging me so much more recently over the last, like, probably two or three of uh, the podcast episodes. And it's been so cool getting to hear, like, your thoughts and your stories and things that have happened to you and your experiences. So I really appreciate that. Um, just, you know, reach out. It's, it's such a cool, it's such a cool phenomenon that I can chat with some of you from all over the world. It's just absolutely bonkers. It's one of my favorite parts about the larger online community is that you just get to meet people from, from all walks of life, from all over the world, from all different mermaiding um, backgrounds. Like it's really, it's really, it's wild, my dudes. It's wild. So um, yeah, that being said, you know, you can pretty much make a tail for any kind of monofin. Again, like I said, this is not like a super revolutionary idea. And, you know, I really would love to just get into get into some of those other specifics that I mentioned, but I'm going to have to leave it as a little bit of a gray area for this one because I just feel like I don't want to open up said can of worms. You know, it's quite the can of worms. And, um, but it's 100% doable. So if you like flippers and you want to do something with flippers, you like uh, the Mahina, you want to do something with the Mahina, you like something with the, the Luna, absolutely. I would say, is since I've, I have a feeling somebody's going to ask, which is my favorite monofin to make tailskins for? I would say that the Luna is my favorite 
Monofin to make tailskins for. And then the Mahina is actually, of the two, the Mahina is probably a little bit easier just because of how slippery it is. Um, it's made of uh, recycled rubber materials, so it is very smooth. Like, it's really, it slips and slides in the fabric, which can be a bit of a pain in the fluke, too. The Luna is a little bit stickier, so for somebody who's never made a tailskin before, if you have no patience at all, <laughs> that could be a little bit frustrating, but it is 100% doable. Now, all that being said, if you guys are interested in making your own mermaid tails, because I feel like I should have mentioned this before, I actually have two ebooks available over at shopvancouvermermaid.com. The first one is all about making your own mermaid tailskin, uh, the printed style. Now, if you're not interested in making a printed style, you could still use it to make a plain fabric mermaid tail. The information is still going to be very similar. I hope to come out with another one for uh, a painted tail base because I've had that requested a couple of times. But if you're if you are interested in that, I do have a series of videos on my YouTube channel. Yes, they are super old, so you're gonna have to bear with me. They're really old. Um, <laughs> baby Courtney doesn't always know when to make a cut or you know how to talk to a camera, but it's okay because all of the information is very, very useful and very, very helpful. And then the second ebook that I have at shopvancouvermermaid.com, uh, the link will be in the show notes down below, or you can visit me directly there or on social media. It's I've got it linked all over the place. But the second book is... Um, how to make extra fins for your mermaid tail. And I use this same technique for dorsal fins, for hip fins, for seam fins, body fins, the whole the whole nine. So it's um yeah, if you want to see what they turn how they kind of turn out, um definitely tune into tomorrow's video. Again, that's gonna be February 22nd. For those of you say listening to this in the future, it's my mermaid tail collection video from 2021, and it it's gonna be good. You're gonna see. I did every kind of fin, I think, humanly possible, except for seam fins. I realize now I didn't put in any seam fins, which is kind of kind of sad. It was like, oh, hmm. it's the only fins I'm missing. So I've got peck fins, I've got uh, dorsal, I've got shin fins, I've got heel fins, I've got them all. So yeah, you definitely don't want to miss that. So I hope you guys took something good away from this today. I would love to hear from you if you've tried to make your own uh, mermaid tail skin before. Which fin have you used? Why did you like it? Why didn't you like it? I'd love to know. And if you have a favorite monofin, because we all know that the Luna is my favorite <laughs> is my favorite monofin of all time, I'm telling you. It's no monofin has ever come close to that, that first experience in the water with that monofin. I'm telling you, like, I cried like an idiot. I'm welling up now just thinking about it. It was just too, too good. So I hope you took something away from all of that. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. I'd love to hear from you. Be sure to message me over at, uh, at Vancouver Mermaid on Instagram. Instagram, say hello, tell me your experiences. I love you all my fishes, and I look forward to chatting with you all again soon. Happy swimming! Bye!